Okay, let's let's do this. I need to stop Googling Gary Glitter. You sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Are we ready to finish this fight? Let's do this. Oh There's my god. Time to Google Gary Glitter in hell. Are you are you are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Whatever. Be happy. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where three 30-somethings share a collective psychosis that the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. Hello, Douglas, my old friend. <laughs> and Jim. I now have an encyclopedic knowledge of this show thanks to these fucking people. <laughs> Today, we cover episode 52, part 2 of Doug, the final Doug of the Nickelodeon series. Yep, there's no more Doug. Doug died after this. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. And episode 52, part two's title is Doug's Bad Trip. A good description of the last two years of my life. <laughs> God, this, this one, Doug smokes weed. <laughs> Whoa, and he has a bad time because he can't handle it. What a good capstone for Doug's adventure into adulthood. It's like I said last episode, it's so fucking funny at this episode. It's part two when he graduates <laughs> yeah. in the last last episode. Like This episode could on. have been in, well, not any season because both of his parents are <laughs> present. But this could yeah. be any episode in season four. We talked a lot about how it was like right after we stopped recording the last episode, the Doug's graduation episode, we were like, why wasn't the graduation capstone episode one of the few two-parters? Why wasn't it one of the 30-minute long episodes instead instead of the Halloween one? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, well, that... Because Satan needed to be given his proper fucking due, obviously. <laughs> yes, of if course. If it were not for the pact with Baron Von Heckelhofer, Jim <laughs> Jenkins would never have been able to make his dream project, Hoop Dogs. <laughs> right. The first part of this episode should have been the Ram Ranch episode because it, that wouldn't have led into... <laughs> Uh, Doug going, oh, yeah, and then graduating. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, a climax. Oh, wow. There he is. (laughs) Oh, my God. How long were you waiting for that one? That just came me, baby. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, shut up. (laughs) Yes. This is also one that I think this might be the only episode where both of Doug's parents show more than one emotion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're correct. And both parents assert some sort of authority, however briefly it may be. However, if they'd exerted any authority at any point prior to that, the problem (laughs) would have been resolved. Yeah, the kids bully their parents this entire trip. (laughs) The thing is, the kids also bully their parents in a way that makes no no goddamn sense. Uh-huh. We also learn in this episode that not we we've talked a lot in this show about how time is sick. In this sh- <laughs> yeah. in this place, distance is sick. Yes, and so is time expressly. <laughs> As you may gather from the trip title, gentle viewer, in this episode, Doug and his family are going on a road trip. The and worst thing. <laughs> yeah, road trips in and of themselves, I mean, they can be fine, but I guess, like, 
I, even then, it's kind of a... You gotta like the people you're going on them with. But this is a road trip from hell itself. <laughs> and the reason it is a road trip from hell itself is neither Doug or Judy or the parents have any sense of what time is. Yeah. What time is, what distance is, how directions work, it's great. I think this episode sprung from one of the writers watching the Tiny Toons Summer Vacation movie and them going, <laughs> what if we did this, but we made it suck? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. We Also, know... that one has, like, a gag to it. Like, the whole gag at the end of it is, Yes, we just enjoyed the trip. We don't actually want to go on the destination. Yes, it's That's great. a good punchline. That, yes. that movie is great. And this has as its punchline, no, actually, we really, all of everything we did to this point was exclusively causing ourselves pain. But it all worked out in the end. Well, we no, know it didn't. They lost fucking everything. <laughs> True. Well, we know also which writer this is, and it's it's that guy. The good one. <laughs> no, we the bad one. I know, boys and girls. <laughs> yeah, he wrote the very last episode. All right. Well, this episode begins with the the family in the car driving through like the pouring rain, like in a storm. Uh, Doug and Judy are arguing in the back of the family car. And mom is yelling at the kids. The dad is trying to drive. And everyone is just fucking scowling like crazy. The first time I think the entire family has had conflict with each other at the same time. Yeah, that yep. sounds about right. At the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's the first time that we've seen any kind of domestic friction between Phil and Theta. Yeah, that's true. Maybe in any other family-based show periodically you would have this happen it's a good source of drama not least because you can there's an easy angle for oh the kids are just looking up like wow what's going on why are mommy and daddy fighting and you could you have an easy route through to a good moral and we all learn something together as a family nah. in this one that <laughs> does not happen well, and it's also especially funny and jarring that this is happening directly after the graduation episode where they say everything's going to be all right in the future. Uh -huh. Everything's fine. We're all going to be happy and together forever. And then we cut back to a storm. We come back from commercial. Everyone's feeling on a high note and it's a storm and the family hates each other. Everybody just hollering at one another about this is all everyone else's fault. Yes. Mom is hectoring dad for possibly being lost. Judy is giving Doug shit. Doug is giving Judy shit. Mom is trying to quiet down the kids. Like Doug's dad is trying to stop the fighting from happening. Looks, ba turns back, looks back in there, and an oncoming truck on a one and a half lane road <gasps> is coming right for them. If we had just stopped to ask at that last truck stop, we'd know if this was the right road or not. I told you, dear. I know where we're going. This is all your fault. What? My fault. You don't even know what you're talking about. Ah, oh, shut up! Doug, what have I told you about? Given the way it is animated, it is impossible that they are not struck and killed. Yeah. As a and cold open, Doug and his family are dead. 
They they it's it's a cold open. They Doug's dad takes his eyes off the road during a hairpin turn in the rain on a mountainside cliff in order to yell at Doug. And we were talking about this earlier, and we were thinking that maybe this is episode is where Doug's dad dies. Because Doug's dad, I think he goes through all five stages of grief. He does. Yeah. We were like, at first we were like, oh, this is where like Doug and his whole family dies. But it might just be where Doug's dad specifically dies. Yeah, because when I saw Bad Trip, I was like, okay, maybe that this is going to have like something uh, in the background to do with death. So I was just like trying to apply the five stages to Doug. Doesn't really work for Doug, but it absolutely works for Phil. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's keep that in mind as we go through this. The death of hope for Phil, curiously enough. Yeah. Because <laughs> as this all starts off with Phil saying, well, I'm afraid we can't go to Grandma this year. Why? Because Grandma has reached super massive black hole status after she reached <laughs> 10 to the 23rd in number. Yes, recall our grandma uh, theory that the more times that we mention grandma as we are doing now, Doug gets more grandmas. <laughs> it starts with two, then it becomes three, and then very rapidly they blot out the sun. It's really <laughs> unfortunate. Oh man, I'm so disappointed we don't get to go to Grandma 7 this summer. And then, <laughs> that's what they're all saying. Everyone's fucking like, oh man, we all wanted to go to Grandma's house because Doug wanted to get more cakes and ice cream. I mean, same. Right. <laughs> I want treats. Yeah. Room amongst us. Okay, family, I, I know you all wanted to go to Grandma's again this summer, but I'm afraid we won't be going. Uh, why not? Because we're going to the Great Painted Gorge. Because the Grand Canyon is copyrighted, I guess. <laughs> yes. And he fucking, he didn't tell anybody. He didn't even tell Theta. He's not, he's like, hey, honey, sorry. You got to take a bunch of time off of work. We're going to the gorge. Oh, yeah. We're running. We're going to drive 2,500 miles. <laughs> yeah. Like, he told nobody. <laughs> but whatever. So, so like, everyone's popping off. Everyone's excited that they're going on a real-life vacation, Doug says. But here, like, we, we said that maybe there was evidence for this being the death of Phil. He does say right here, he says that he's wanted to go back and ever since he was a boy just to see it one more time, right? Once more time. Yeah. Once oh. more before he dies. <laughs> yeah. And he says it'll really bring the family together. Like his goal, his goal was to leave a proper family unit, right? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. It's the life insurance that's gonna bring the family together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and even now, that I think about this. This even makes more sense because so they're pacing around in front of the piano, right? And if you look very closely at the piano, uh, this sheet you can see music, a small amount of parrot cum left over from that <laughs> one episode. Oh God! Well, in addition to that, we see that uh, there is sheet music for. What, what the title of the sheet music on there is Woe's Song. So somebody has been playing uh. a dirge. I thought it was for Grandma because I thought they weren't going to Grandma's house because she was sick or something. But maybe there was. this is Phil's funeral. Maybe the family meeting was Phil's funeral. Or maybe one of the 17 grandmas died. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Given their numbers, statistically speaking, at least three die every day. <laughs> yes, yes. But then eight more are born in their place. Yeah, I was also <laughs> laughing about like when Phil said we're going on a real vacation. Doug going, "Oh boy, does that mean I can finally stay at the hotel?" 
<laughs> oh yeah, and also Phil and Theta. There was an episode where the two of them went on a vacation earlier this fucking season. <laughs> that was the babysitter episode. So this time Doug is like, "Oh boy, we get to go with you." <laughs> Phil and Theta were probably, rather than being at the hotel the first few seasons, they were probably just on many vacations. <laughs> Oh no. Okay, well, <laughs> Dad gets excited. Everybody's pumped to go. Even Judy is. She says it is surpri- sublimely cubist. Nonsense, a cold boy. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Cubism is known for being all about abstract imagery as opposed to more realistic stuff, so. Actually, it's the antithesis of being cubist, but fuck it, who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Judy's art school is like uh, ITT tech, but for art. <laughs> Makes sense. ITT art. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dad says we're going at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. I, I sure hope Theta can take time off that, that quick. <laughs> it's okay, dear. The recycling, most of what our job is, just to get rid of material that uh, Mayor White and now Tippy would prefer <laughs> not see the light of day. Oh, yeah, maybe Tippy shut down the recycling plant because she's like, why would we waste all this money on recycling? Just throw it all in the river. <laughs> <laughs> to maybe recycling, recycling is communist. <laughs> yes, Theta has been laid off in this season. <laughs> oh, God. That is one of the more depressing things of... Uh, history because actually around this time it's 93 this is around when all the built up uh take industrial complex as regards we have to do such and such to fight the commies well the commies aren't a thing anymore (laughs) so we have to do this in order to make sure that some grand evil nefarious left-wing force is defeated And as such, almost, like, a fraction of that gets called in to say, actually, any environmental regulation at all is the same thing as communism. Um, Excuse me, our great leader of the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea is still alive (laughs) at this time, following the immortal signs of Juche. This is a very good point. (laughs) Don't get us canceled on the last episode. I'm not getting canceled. Just North Korea, you can't listen to this. Oh, good point. Indicating once again the superiority of Juche thought. Fuck. Oh my god. Well, so Dad has a checklist for everything they want to do. Uh, most of the things are pretty unremarkable. There's, I think there's an old faithful thing, but it's not old faithful. They call it old reliable. Old reliable. I think I guess old faithful is also copyrighted. Uh, but you one thing, just, uh, it, <laughs> the entire t- checklist takes place over one day. Right, that is one thing to note. Insane. It's, it's uh, both insane and boring. This looks really <laughs> boring. Take me to Six Flags, Dad. (laughs) The one thing on there that I thought was fun and notable is that at 9 p.m. there is stargazing with Ranger Bob. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Who is Ranger Bob? Who fucking knows? The one thing that caught my eye is that there's like an evening bat watch. Do not do that. Bats have rabies. There's like the number one way for humans to get rabies is bats. Yeah, but you get to look at them and go, yay. (laughs) 
You probably can't even see them. It's like nighttime. <laughs> it's sunset, so you can't actually see them come out or go back into their cave. Oh, boy. Sunset. That's occasionally cool as hell. Wow, Dad, sorry. One of them just bit me in the neck. It's worth it, it though. My jaw's you really a, locking up. You can be a decent way away while this is happening. Shut up, son. We can't take you to the hospital. We gotta go stargazing with Ranger Bob. <laughs> Ranger Bob has a $500 deposit. <laughs> Ranger Bob's the eighth naked cowboy in the bathrooms at Ranch. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Does this mean that Batman has rabies because he lives with so many bats? Yes, Almost definitely. <laughs> okay, all right. That's good to know. <laughs> that's how he'll beat Superman is with rabies. I must become a creature of the night. Oh, God, I have rabies now. <laughs> Okay, well, we cut to the next morning, and it looks like everybody's ready to go. Mom is fucking, like, fixing the car engine. I don't know. what. Like, it seems like the car needs work. <laughs> we're about, yes, it, we're, we're about to find out that, yes, it does need work. It's, like, <laughs> yes. it's sort of like the F-35 of cars. It hits, like, one patch of mud and it immediately stalls out and it's, like, breaks. <laughs> so it's a car made in the 1980s, then, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, so Dad is stacking bags on the roof of the car, which is also an awful idea. And Judy rolls up with like a massive trunk and is like, ah, it's for reading. Well, she says summer reading. So that tells us this is probably summer unless she's (laughs) doing like... Just saying it's summer reading, even though it's like winter. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe this does take place after the graduation then. Maybe graduation. Yeah, maybe. Unless yeah. this is last summer. Yeah. Okay. This could be last summer. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay. Well, the trip starts and everyone is having a great time. They're singing old nursery rhymes together. <laughs> These motherfuckers are all sitting in a car singing Old McDonald. <laughs> I didn't think they could get more right after the Judy brings the boyfriend home for dinner, but holy shit, they did it. They sure did it. They're Fucking singing Old McDonald. Old McDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. I do like that they do, they are true to life in that they get three songs in and then everybody (laughs) is just fucking comatose. The way it's shot maybe suggests that it's supposed to be more time than that, but I choose to believe that no, they do this exactly (laughs) in real time. Song one, enthusiasm. Song two, flagging. Song three, everyone wishes they were dead. Uh This is also where we learn that they are driving... 1,500 miles! <laughs> and they've, that's, it's already 1,500 miles to go after they're tired of singing. So, on the assumption that How? this isn't... What the fuck are they doing? What trip do you have, Phil? I assume they are driving from uh, the outskirts of Richmond, Virginia to the Grand Canyon, which is most of the way across the U.S. Is that 1,500 miles? Probably. That's way more than 1,500 miles. Miles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They. Yeah. They did say they were driving for a few days. That was one of the things Phil said. But we never we see never them. Never see them stop. Never. 
But we do see Phil and Theta's switch who is driving, so I legit think they're just driving through the night. They have to be. I think that's the only way, like, the end of this makes sense. Yeah. If they can stop, if they have time to stop, like, to go into a hotel and sleep like you're supposed to when you're doing a road trip, (laughs) you can watch all these stupid tourist traps that they go to. This is the most miserable road trip in the universe if they are not stopping at all for days. Yeah, imagine you, Mike, driving to Arizona from the East Coast in one day. Oh, no. Do that without meth. I dare you. (laughs) I did drive from Chicago to Florida over the course of 24 hours once. It involved three driving shift changes. And also, I know for a fact that if I am a bad boy, when I die, (laughs) I know exactly where I am going. I am going to 3 a.m. somewhere in the Smoky Mountains... I am starting to fall asleep. We need to get to the next rest stop so I can hand it off, but there hasn't been a rest stop for a solid half an hour. Oh my god. The roads are winding and slightly slick. I'm getting shakes just thinking about that, Jesus. (laughs) Why did you do that? Um, Because there was some kind of big family event and the plane couldn't take off from uh, the airport in Chicago. And so I was like, well... Either we miss it, or we road trip it. Y'all are committed. I uh, I did a road trip from Chicago to Los Angeles once, and uh, just a little sidebar: <laughs> when you're driving through uh, Colorado, when you get on like the mountainous areas, there are signs that say caution falling rocks like it's a fucking mario kart level Uh yep (laughs) i mean that's basically what's happening in this episode (laughs) right (laughs) there are fucking wario stadium at the end and you were you were turning around and yelling at your family to stop yelling (laughs) going keep it down mom and dad keep it down i have to feed this mushroom into the gas tank (laughs) i gotta do these boost by steering left and right really quickly <laughs> quick quick lean left and right everyone in the car to make it slide to get a boost <laughs> going off the edge boo anytime now anytime now <laughs> oh, no. oh shit okay well it is 1500 more miles to go uh even after they're done singing about old man knickknacking and Doug is so bored, and he looks out the window and sees a road sign that in 125 miles, something called It is there. And he imagines what it must be. He imagines everybody <sighs> spelunking down into a cave, and then, like him and his family, and then eventually they come to a giant pink blob of rocks that breathes and it opens its mouth and says hi Doug I've been expecting you and then he gets his thank you creature for my nightmares (laughs) and And then then he he... pops him into his mouth like a kernel of popcorn and Doug says oh I'm not getting off on this (laughs) cause Doug just starts laughing and gets his picture taken and he's so happy man there's no way around this wall Going to see it. Hold on a second, kids. Is that wall breathing? Oh, Doug, I've been expecting you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, I have a question. Maybe you guys know better. I know these things came, they spring up around the time the highways got built in, like, the 50s and 60s just as a way to, like, you know, make money off people using this newfangled highway system. Mm -hmm. Did you guys ever, by, like, 1990, were these things still, like, around? Because I've been on, like, when I was did road trips in the 90s, there were none of this shit. (laughs) No, like, I Uh, gather it might still be a thing in the West, because that's a... Route 66, I would guess. Route 66, and also just, there are long segments of the American West, which is so dry and sparsely populated that, you know what, you need to get out and stretch your legs, because good god, I've been looking at blank planes for the last... Yeah, I've lost the ability to keep track of time. Yeah, from Vegas to L.A., there's like an alien beef jerky place, but that's the <laughs> only thing I can think of. Yeah, I'm, will- like, I- I'm willing to bet you you see some crap like that scattered on the miscellaneous roads in the absolute middle of nowhere. But anywhere where there is any degree of human habitation, nah, not yeah. really anymore. There's and- occasionally and- some shitty small town museum, but... Every shitty small town has a shitty small town museum. Oh, yeah. There's also, like, the world's biggest thermometer. I think that's on. That's another one in the middle of the desert. Right. And I yeah. just don't, I just don't, like, I, because I, I did a lot of driving from Texas to Illinois when I was a kid. I don't remember any of this garbage. <laughs> nope. There really isn't much. There's two things to that point. One is, A, you mentioned the 50s. We know this show is basically set yes. in the 50s. That's why, yeah, yes. yeah, that's, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, for this sure. This is an experience that Jim Jenkins had as a child and that nobody who watched this show growing up had. And B, the other thing, though, I think is very strange about that. So this is like a roadside attraction. Why the fuck is it 125 miles off the highway? Off the highway. (laughs) Generally speaking, these things are like... On the highway. (laughs) One, they're on the highway. Two, the economics of them are pretty goddamn sharp. The one that is within 20 miles of here bought that billboard. Uh Because that, it's realistic that... Eh, it's only 20 miles out of our way. It's a chance to stretch our legs. Why not? Maybe we'll see something cool. 125 miles <laughs> for the uninitiated. That is on a good day. That's an hour and a half if you're speeding like an asshole, which, to be fair, I usually do. <laughs> if you're going to burn three hours out of your trip in order to go see one of these dinky roadside attractions, your kid asks, hey, can we do that? You say... Um, that's gonna add three hours to the trip, son. Are you sure you want to do that? And Doug says, yes. <laughs> yes, Doug I want to get yes. bored by a big pink monster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At that were- point, Judy and Theta jump in and say, all right, no, I don't think we want to do that. And Doug will, of course, throw a temper tantrum. But then you tell Doug, shut up, and he shuts up because he can't oh, disobey authority. Yeah, his parents just could just say, once again, just say no to your children. No. <laughs> the other thing I was I laughing see at. <laughs> it reminds me of Larry. <laughs> <laughs> the other the other thing I was laughing about is so the two the other thing that you see lots of road signs for, at least today, is like strip clubs. Uh-huh. I was thinking that it was a strip club. <laughs> Dad, I want to see it. <laughs> Is the is the man with the world's largest penis. <laughs> yeah. It's Doug's like six inches long. Theta's like <laughs> Theta's like it could be educational, Phil. 
Okay. Uh, and, and Phil is just like six inches. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Impossible. I gotta get to see this now. <laughs> Phil, it might be educational. Oh, well, so they, as they drive over there, Judy is reading ancient beatnik myths. And Dad says that they will miss the sunrise over the falls if they take this detour, right? And so, okay, so they do plan to get there. They, they must be driving straight through the night. Right, because they're planning yeah, they're on getting stopping. there. They can't be stopped. The only way the schedule makes sense is if they don't stop. Yes, if they miss a sunrise event because they go off like like three hours out of their way. Yeah, they're driving straight through the night, right? Yeah, fifteen hundred <laughs> miles in a fucking day. <laughs> Okay, well, so they get there. They decide that they're going to see it. Mom does say it might be educational. Uh, and they they see that it is just a, like, random shack off the side of the road that plays spooky music and is, has a recording about a potato that looks sort of like a vampire bat. It. Is it a deadly vampire bat? No. Actually, a russet potato grown by Mrs. R. Smith of Pinkalo County. But the resemblance is quite eerie. <laughs> Good joke. It's, you see, the joke is that these roadside attractions are frequently underwhelming. Yes, well, it's a great okay, joke. It's, good, it's a good thing that we did this joke and we don't have to do it a second time. No, but it, at least Doug bought a hat here, though, because we do see him wearing an it hat. <laughs> a $50 hat. Yes. It's got lice in it. But <laughs> but apparently... So, actually, wait a minute. Now that I think about this, we actually see exactly how long this trip takes. It takes five hours because Dad crosses off all of the activities on his list that go from 7 a.m. to noon. And so... This detour, it took two and a half hours each way. And I mean, maybe that means that, and that means, wait a minute, that would mean they were going directly backwards. Like, all right. (laughs) Why is the billboard here? Distance is sick. Or miles means something different here. It must. Miles and time mean nothing. (laughs) (sighs) But all right, Doug says, oh boy, I'll never make that mistake again. And then, wouldn't you know it, he instantly sees a sign. 15 seconds later, same goddamn scene. He sees a sign for a bug ranch in 75 miles. And Doug says, uh, how could it be bad? It's a bug ranch. (laughs) And I'm thinking, there's two words in there that could make it really bad. (laughs) It's it's probably I don't want to go to a ranch with bugs in it. I only want to go to Ram Ranch. A regular issue ranch is already a little bit on the kind of boring side. Now, good news, it's got bugs. Lots of them. Human-sized bugs. And the spiders that keep them in check. It's just a hotel with cockroaches in it. It's called Bug Ranch. It's just, you remember? Maybe this is where they stop. (laughs) <laughs> you, know, you remember maybe yeah 
You remember the episode with Tornady and Doug wanted to sleep outside with Tornady? Maybe it's he was pumped because when he slept outside, he got covered in bugs every night. <laughs> oh, there's only a ranch. Sleep outside covered in a soothing coat of red cockroaches. Oh, God. I call this one hissy. (laughs) Well, Doug imagines that it would be a great time because he imagines riding on giant bugs as a cowboy and lassoing other giant bugs while his family claps and cheers for him. (laughs) Brain genius. (laughs) Okay, so Doug knows that giant bugs exist. Maybe this is this is denial for Doug's dad in that he's denying that his son could be this stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, what are the stages again? What stage are we in so far if we're talking about this? There's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Okay. So, so- depression acceptance definitely works. He does get pit- he does get depressed at the very end, and then they eventually accept the light that, that he's leading into. Sure. The problem is that bargaining, we're skipping bargaining and anger in position, because he goes yeah. straight from uh, denial. Well, they don't, all, they don't always go in the same order. Yeah, he oh. skips straight from denial. Okay. This shouldn't be a problem to okay well bargaining we're just managing it down and then later on we will reach anger right yeah, bargaining, bargaining is him just like crossing stuff off knowing yes. that he has to get rid of he has to get rid of stuff on his itinerary exactly he's like i'll give up this stuff in order for my family to be happy right yes definitely and oh man okay okay and yeah the denial was the first one the denial was it when he didn't have to cross anything off Right? Yes. Yeah. Because he was like, this will be fine. Okay. Good. There we man. go. There it is. This is, this is right. This is completely correct. <laughs> this you is correct. This, this is an episode about Phil. It's the one episode just called Phil instead of Doug. <laughs> they replay the intro, like the Doug intro, except instead of uh, uh, you know the you know before between the uh, the intro stinger and the episode itself, there's the part where Doug walks out of the door, turns on the light, yeah. and it points to Doug, and he says, "That's me." But it's it's Phil walking out, turns on the light, and he goes, "Hey, all right, it's it's Phil. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last night on Earth." And instead of Porkchop coming out and, like, fussing with painting stuff up there, Theta comes out and just, like, writes a subtitle under it and, like, gives him a thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, well, uh, so (laughs) Doug is like, oh, boy, it's time for the bug ranch, and they decide to go. Yeah, and Phil doesn't say no. (laughs) He just did. He just did this. (laughs) This is, like, he actually, in the, uh, like, Judy's the only one that tries to say no, right? Phil was the one, Phil and Theta had to be like, okay, I mean, this is dumb, but it might be educational for it. But for Bug Ranch, they're just like, all right. (laughs) We gotta go look at some mealworms. (laughs) (laughs) To their credit, the whole family does get out and take a look. (laughs) Okay, look at these ladybugs. And they get there, and there is a recording that's saying, step right up for the live bug show. Six live bug bug show. Off. <laughs> just awful. Yes, sir. Mm. That's one a... of the uh, features at Ram Ranch. <laughs> oh, no. Moving on show. without any explanation. <laughs> well, Damn it. 
Uh, <laughs> well, when they cut me off there, Jim. Just, You're welcome. It's just it involve eighteen naked cowboys in the shower. Anyway, but, oh my god, it's just that a grammar. pile of bugs in a glass case that are climbing over a diorama of a farmhouse. And they're not even cool bugs. It is like cockroaches and manure. Yeah. And Doug it's is like if you went to an aviary and they just had pigeons. <laughs> and it was just like the pigeons from outside and they just come in and out and sometimes like throw down like old pieces of pizza to attract them. <laughs> and there's just like someone who like one of those guys who plays chess in the in the park and he's just like step right up for the live bird show. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's that it's that character from home alone too like, yes. control, the, control the pigeons yes the pigeon bender yes. yes well judy starts talking about how stupid this is and doug gets pissed that she doesn't like the bug ranch <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad too. <laughs> I guess they know their audience. The dim-witted crowd. Hey, I didn't build this stupid thing. No, but you dragged us here. Although, Dougie, the waterbug sheriff, looks like he has eyes for the mealworm school farm. Drama. Doug is like, I mean, I didn't build it. What the hell, man? <laughs> I only invested in it. Yeah. <laughs> Who, how could I have known that this investment wouldn't pay off? <laughs> how could I have known that going how many fucking miles out of their way was this one? 75. Not as bad. Not as bad yet. That one is still mind-blowing <laughs> that you do that, but you're only losing two hours. And then uh, they start again on their journey. And Doug, bored, like, laying off to the side of the car, reads off another sign out loud, for in 300 miles, there is Poetic Blythe Field. <gasps> Stop! What? What is it? Did you say Blythe Field? The Blythe Field? Yeah. What's Blythe Field? <gasps> Only the most famous field in all of literature. Blythe composed his most famous poems there. And then she lists off a bunch of monkey cheese poems that have <laughs> absolutely no humor whatsoever. It's yes. just poison. Just like poetry, folks. <laughs> I also wanted to bring up earlier, Doug said the sentence, can't a guy make a mistake? I, was, <laughs> I think that's like the slogan of this television show. <laughs> that's how they sold it to Disney, or that's what Disney said after they bought it. <laughs> I do also want to pause to appreciate that the flaw in all of these cases is that these people had the dream of maybe we'll see something cool on the way to the thing that only dad cares about. The rest of us don't give a shit. <laughs> uh -huh. No, nope, you should just have resigned yourself to the suffering, kids. Your struggling only made it worse. Oh. Except for that's the moral for Doug. Judy actually gets a lot out of her brief stay at boring-ass poetry field. Yeah, Dad, Dad at first actually says no because it's 300 fucking miles out of the way. Again, why is there a sign 300 miles away right. for off the highway? 300 for miles field. off, 300 miles off the highway. <laughs> but honey, it's 300 miles out of the way. <laughs> 
Look, we're just going to spend, what, probably like a four day? or five <laughs> hours getting there, four or five hours getting back to where we were beforehand. We're burning oh. a solid nine hours on this fucking trip. Theta <laughs> says, well, you did Doug's stupid thing, dear. But <laughs> <laughs> that famous uh, truism, two wrongs do make a right. <laughs> like, also, this is this trip is takes you further out of your way than either of Doug's stupid ones went. And only one person wants to see it. Uh-huh. This, this is a bad idea. Judy, however, absolutely fucking loves it once they get there. And even on her way there, Judy is amped for the entire 300 miles. She's taking pictures out the window for the entire 300 miles. Which is particularly amazing because having been out that way, you're not seeing all that much different between mile 80 and mile 270. Oh, look, the ground is still brown. Yes. Well, they eventually reach the the park, the uh, the Blythe Field, and it's just like a rundown ass gate that's in front of nothing. Right, the gate's like ten feet long total. <laughs> right. There's no gift shop in sight, which is how you know this isn't actually a place. That's literally what Doug says. Doug Doug says at least the Bug Ranch had T-shirts. And Judy rightfully <laughs> calls him a yokel because that is a yokel ass sentence to say. Yes. Uh, oh, I, also, I remembered that one of the poems. So Judy like recites a bunch of poems as she's like freaking out about how sick this is. And uh, one of the poems that she says is the horny toad lament. That's me. <laughs> You're the horny toad. I'm, I am the subject of that poem. Yeah, it's horny toad or the laments. This is this is our up to artistic interpretation. This is why they got me the big bucks. The perfectly spherical boy eating two hot dogs persists in following me around. Why does this keep happening to me? He is telling me about Warhammer. Naked rolling shame. Hot dog crumbs in in goatee. Are you writing the Horny Toad's Lament right now? Yeah. (laughs) Keeps on talking about wanting to go to Ram Ranch. (laughs) Kicked out of Ram Ranch for being too true. And then the last two lines are, line one, it's good. Last line, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's right. Anyway, Dad, this is where Dad starts to get pissed. He gets a little angry because he says that they won't even be able to spend a day at the Painted Gorge now. I don't know, maybe you should have raised that issue about ten hours ago, Phil. Well, maybe you should have taken two days off. (laughs) You should have stopped anywhere. I, and, you know, summer vacation? Both of your kids are out of school? Oh, my God. Well, it starts storming, and Phil just starts driving angrily in the rain, and he yells, no more stops on the way to the gorge. <laughs> All right, good, good call. <laughs> Are 300 miles out of the way. A plus, A plus navigation and parenting there, Phil. <laughs> Please, everyone, can we just be quiet? Well, it was in my power to stop this, but now it's time for me to start getting pissy as hell. 
And now we're starting to get back to where this intro stinger is. We haven't quite gotten there because Theta is like, hey, can we pull over? This is really dangerous. And in a very angry voice here, Phil yells, we have to make time. We're going to see that gorge. <laughs> Here's anger. And there's like, there's like trees that are crashing into the road as Phil like beer burns around them and Tokyo drifts around corners. <laughs> and now we're back into the intro stinger. The part where dad is almost driving off a cliff to avoid that truck in order to yell at Doug. <laughs> And apparently, though, he can do it. He pulls off to the left. He pulls off into a thing that wasn't a lane. He almost drives off the cliff, but the day is saved. They don't actually hit the truck. They drive into a puddle that is half an inch deep uh, of mud, <laughs> and then the car stalls. <laughs> also, uh -huh. I would like to point out something at this point. Mm. You may recall the funny family is four people. Phil, Theta... Doug. Uncle Judy. Happy. Uncle Happy. <laughs> and of course, Pork Chop the Dog. Now, Pork Chop the Dog is a common character who appears in proximity to the character Doug Funny. And mysteriously, he vanished from the car the second Doug started dreaming about it. He mm. has not been present for the last middle, like, third of this episode <laughs> and it is right now and it's particularly egregious because in all the run-up scenes like that intro sequence of everybody yelling at them they have a full shot of the car and pork chop is nowhere to be seen and then after the panicked pull off to the side pork chop fucking materializes between judy and doug yeah, he's back. Maybe they were pulling a Mitt Romney and he was on the the roof. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Who let the dogs out? Who, who? <laughs> Gentle viewer, the reason you shouldn't do this is also the reason why Mitt Romney told the charming story of, yeah, you can do that to them. Also, you gotta hose the dog down afterwards because they will be shitting themselves in terror the entire time. God. Who <laughs> put the dogs up there? <laughs> me, 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 me. Mitt, 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 Mitt. Okay, well, so yeah, the, the car stalls out and Dad gets depressed here. He gets so sad that they're never gonna make it now. Well, family, that's the end of our trip. I saw a gas station about 10 miles back. If I get walking, maybe they can tow us out by the afternoon. Yeah, he looks at his watch, he's like, oh, okay, that'll take about mm, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be real, as soon as he is out of eyesight, a bunch of coyotes are gonna find him and rend apart his flesh. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was also thinking about the fact that if this road is populated enough that, like, a fucking semi-truck can drive on it, they are stalled out in the middle of the road. There's going to be a car that comes up and slams into them soon, right? Yeah. yeah. Sending them all to the blessed release of death. Oh, it's going to swerve off and then plummet off the cliff. <gasps> well... 
they as as they start like and and that is just like walking off he's like trying to guilt the family he's just like <laughs> funny thing is i just sort of wanted us all to just be there and see it together i'm sorry dad me too daddy well i better get going dad walks off into the distance without even exploring any other options <laughs> this puddle of mud's too thick <laughs> yes. i gotta go for a walk and uh, then doug is like wait what if we try literally anything <laughs> it's all right we'll have pork chop my dog who is now here he will be <laughs> standing on the gas while all of us attempt to push the car out of the mud yeah, they're having the dog drive for this. <laughs> yeah. The dog that just showed up. The dog that cannot see over the dashboard if he is on the pedal. Who would not be, theoretically not be able to understand them saying, okay, take your foot off the gas, take your foot off the gas. What's this? <laughs> oh, God. Well, they do it. They push the car out of the mud. Yay! They get all muddy and (laughs) sticky. Ooh. Ooh, everybody's all gross. (laughs) (laughs) Hello again, our favorite author. How have you been? We didn't think you worked any of your stuff into this episode till now. (laughs) Well, they get it out of the mud. And then Dad starts jumping around in joy, and everybody hugs. And then the fucking sun comes up. Which, <laughs> which is concrete evidence that they've been driving through the night forever. Insane. Insane. <laughs> it's like six in the morning now. <laughs> and they're just on a cliff somewhere. <laughs> But hey, it turns out they're on a cliff over the Vainted Gorge now. What was the point of crossing things off the schedule? <laughs> I know. And just being like, pissy. Like what? Like all you, all that tension is just for nothing. Because <laughs> they're there in the morning. The, oh, the sunrise. We didn't get to do any of the stuff we wanted to, but we got to see the gorge for about <laughs> yeah. five minutes before we had to go back and start walking back to that gas station because, no, really, the car's not moving. <laughs> or or it's because now they have to go home because they wasted the day that was planned for the gorge on all the tourist traps. Or this is the last thing Phil sees as he heads towards the light. I think it is because I think the sun is rising is Phil heading towards the light, right? Yeah, they probably died in in the car crash. Right. Like when when the the uh like the opening part when they're in they're about to hit the car. Yes. In real life they hit the car and at least Phil died. Absolutely. At least Phil died and I suspect a lot of them because it's all right because my dog will get us out of this. Yes. That thing that could definitely happen in real life. Mm, of and course. now we're at the place I've always wanted to be. The place I've always wanted to see. The place I wanted to see one last time in order to be with my family and finally grow close together at the la- at the <laughs> end of my life. Right? Acceptance. <laughs> finally, they accept that it's over and they can die. Sadly, they didn't realize something. Doug signed a pact. The mouse... <laughs> that walks like a lion, controls his soul. 
<laughs> Doug may be dead, but his body will return. <laughs> oh, no. He will also be voice acted by somebody else because, uh... Billy God, I've forgotten the voice actor's name. Billy West. Billy West is too expensive now. Yeah, Billy West yes. has gotten expensive. We're going to have to get a new voice for him. They made him the Cheerios B, and now he can't do Doc. <laughs> yes. But hold up. So, like, I, now actually that I'm really thinking about this thought of that they died in the intro thing, in that intro stinger, they didn't even mention the Painted Gorge at all. That might nope. have been an unrelated car accident. And so when Phil is like reliving his life in his last moments as the life fades from his eyes, uh, he's recontextualizing it. And he's saying, we were on a journey to go and do this thing for me to re to unite <laughs> with my family. This is, again, and we talked about this is one of the few times when the family spends the entire episode together, right? He's like, and I they spent... all have emotions. Yeah, and he's like, I spent, I spent too much of my life at the hotel what if we went on a vacation together and he imagines that he reconnects with his family in his mind before he is at rest before the sun rises over the gorge and phil is at peace right now, what if they were it. going to disneyland <laughs> we're going to <laughs> funky they're town literally they're literally going to disney yeah, yeah. oh oh maybe Huh. On the other side of the painted gorge lies the <laughs> land where none may age and none may die. For oh. copyright law is reigns eternal, and some <gasps> things cannot pass its bounds. Oh my god, look over <gasps> this gorge, son. All of the lands you see the light touches will be yours. <laughs> about that shadowy place <laughs> it, it's just it's just like a lamp over a picture a drawing of quail man that, that Doug did <laughs> and then the shadowy place that is hidden by the light is like money and success <laughs> <laughs> you'll forfeit all hope of a better world but in exchange you will live forever frozen in a horrible half-life also, God. there will be a live show at Nickelodeon Studios. <laughs> oh, and okay, snapping back to reality real quick, though. Well, no, never mind. Snapping back to this actually not being the case and snapping back to the Doug episode happening. Um, I also think it's very fucking weird that there were signs for the bug ranch in it, but there's no fucking signs for the Painted Gorge. <laughs> the Painted Gorge was inside us all along, Mike. Yeah, that's why, okay, that's why there's no signs of the Painted Gorge. Because, again, this trip isn't real. This yeah. trip didn't happen. The Painted happen. Gorge is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> the Painted Gorge is the spontaneous manifestation of your dog when you need him to get you out of a jam. Oh, yeah. Oh, because the dog is already gone now at this point, And he remembers back to the life. He remembers how he was saved within his life. He remembers when Porkchop was like, remember the, the courtroom scene of all the things that Porkchop did to save the town? He also saves Phil in his time of need. Yes. Oh. Also, also, where the fuck is Ranger Bob? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ranger Bob just sitting on a mountain somewhere being like, oh, I mean, I get to keep the 500 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They didn't even get a hotel, it looks like. <laughs> I hope they don't want to stay in my shack. Ranger Bob's like, oh boy, I'm going to take this and go to the bug ranch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, Doug says the guess the moral at the end. Dad was right. 
It was the most amazing thing we'd ever seen. And he was right about something else, too. It really did bring our family closer than we'd ever been before. In that we had lines addressing each other for most of the episode. For the first and last time in this fucking show. Well, the thing, the weird thing about this to me is, like, they, like, resolve, I'm using big air quotes here, resolve <laughs> the plot by them all working together. But the problem wasn't that they weren't working together. It's that Dad was listening to his kids on the dumbass <laughs> ideas. And is that a really... And Mom was supporting the dumbass kids. She should have and... known better. And is a horrible event planner. If they all came together and made a decision, that would be that would be in line with what like what preceded them. They pushing the car like, <laughs> like teamwork wasn't the problem, right? The teamwork. The only thing that they decided to do teamwork on was when Dad had it. Dad was the only one that made a terrible decision here. Of well, I guess we won't even try to get it out of the mud. <laughs> we'll just walk away because my family's fucking useless and they wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> Man oh, going shit. his own way off into the desert to die. Walks into the sunset as the sun rises over over the last minutes of his life. God. And the oh. last thing he hears is the intro to Disney's Duck. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does actually play a mod- modified sound of the, the, the Doug theme here. It's like hero time Doug music. But it would be way better if there was a Disney Duck theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I own your house now. What? Yeah, in the background, we just hear, like, the goofy chuckle in the background or something. I'm your dad now, huh? <laughs> God. I hear you're supposedly worth a hundred million dollars, Doug. <laughs> Time to pay up, bitch. Oh, God. Oh, well, that's it. That's Doug. There's no more Doug. No more. It's all. It's no, done, not no more. <laughs> we fucking did well, it. No more. We made it. We did it, and it's entirely unclear why. <laughs> no more. No more. Wait, do you hear that? <laughs> no, you what? Hear that? No, 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 no. 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 We no! gotta talk. Hold up. We, <laughs> we gotta talk about what we learned over the course of the series. I don't hold it off for just a minute. <laughs> <laughs>